0: If everybody knows who Captain America is in the Marvel universe because of his fighting in different wars and shit like that, you think you think that maybe Bumblebee flying around killing Nazis would be a thing that people would know about, right?
1: Right? Right? Huh? I'm just laughing at the Chris sounds like some crazy like online truther <laughs> right now, like the uh, the uh, 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 jet fuel, it, it, melts uh, jet the beams, the beam. it melts the beams. Yes. <laughs> Where were the Transformers there?
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 458 with our review of Transformers The Last Night. I am Christopher Shazey.
1: I'm Carson Patrick. And
2: I'm
0: Steven Miller. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. This week, we were braving the theaters to bring you this what is no doubt going to be a very action packed <laughs> episode of the podcast? Oh, yeah. To talk about Transformers, colon, the last night. Um, yeah. So, uh, so we are here.
2: Honestly, I'm most excited to hear what your synopsis <laughs> of the movie is going to be after
0: the trailer. Oh, Jesus. I don't even know. <laughs> we're going to see. I'm just going to wing it. We're doing it live. <laughs> and uh, we're kind of going to see how it goes. But uh, I think the, the Transformers. Franchise as a whole, at least in our own text message chains, is a very controversial subject because I continually seem to forget that Carson finds merit in these films. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I, I mean Chris forgets a lot of things, but yes, this is one of them.
0: I do. I am an old man, and I forget <laughs> things all the time um, but uh, but yeah, so it's that time where we talk about our allegiances to the Transformers franchise. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> we'll start with Steven. What have you thought of the Transformers franchise so far?
2: Um, so if I haven't hated it, it's only been because I haven't been paying attention to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just wasn't trying. I mean, I I enjoyed the first Transformers movie as pretty much the entire world did back back when it came out. Um, I remember seeing the second and third one with very diminishing returns. I remember after the third thinking like, okay, I don't think I'm going to watch these anymore.
0: So I don't uh, even, is this the fifth or the fourth one? Fifth. I don't even, i don't even know what number we're on.
2: This is the this fifth. Is, this is the fifth one. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, I, I will say watching this movie yesterday, not to spoil any of my feelings, but it made, it, it blew me away with what it was, um, like I didn't have strong feelings about Transformers until yesterday. <laughs> and now I have strong feelings about Transformers.
0: <laughs> that's the Whoa. that's the end of my statement. <laughs> All right, Carson Patrick. I did not know if he was done yet. Um, I think uh, I think you are clearly the biggest fan of this group of the Transformers. I mean, uh,
1: I don't I don't really have an allegiance to the this, to the Transformers series. Like I mean, I I it's wasn't It's just a
0: Bay himself.
1: Yeah, like, I, I legitimately like Michael Bay. Like, I I'm, I know that's, like, a controversial stance, uh, especially nowadays, but, I mean, I've always enjoyed his movies uh, to to some extent. And, um... Uh, yeah, like, I, I mean, I think that the Transformers movie... Like, I legitimately... I think the first Transformers is a legitimately entertaining summer movie. Um, and I thought the third one was good, too. And if, um... I don't know if Chris remembers but he also liked the third one. No, I, if I remember I, it correctly. I,
0: I was I was telling Stephen uh just before we were getting ready to record that I what I distinctly remember saying was that I appreciated the uh work michael bay did on the third film to try to correct a lot of the problems i had with the second film like i distinctly went like wow he actually made the designs of the decepticons much different than the autobots and he went about trying to create it so that you could actually follow the action in the in the different beats of what was happening and i applauded him doing what felt like due, due diligence on trying to make a film that was more coherent and and just just more geared towards what I would, I would hope he would do. Um, and it just felt like there was a good faith effort to correct, um, a lot of the problems that he did in what he did with the second film. But, uh, Yeah, liking it might be an exaggeration.
1: (laughs) Dude, I specifically remember you giving it a must see, but uh, I could be wrong. (laughs) I
0: don't know. (laughs) I think we're we're gonna
1: have to dig that one up out of the archives. (laughs) Maybe Um, I did,
0: but that might have also just been because I knew at this point I was like, "You're gonna be seeing all these movies every year. Just go see it."
1: Anyway, I think that um, I think the Transformers movie. I mean. I think, you know, since the third one he's been saying like this is my last movie. Um, and I think he probably should stopped. There's already
0: another one, right? Well, it's
1: a spin-off. It's the Bumblebee spin-off.
0: Is there not also an untitled Transformers is that the same thing?
1: That's the Bumblebee spin-off. Oh, yeah, right. that's I mean, coming with, out coming out next year.
0: Without getting too soon into spoilers, there's clearly set up for another film at the end of this movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well there's supposed to be a official Transformers 6 the following summer 2019 yeah, now, yeah whether be... yeah whether or not Michael Bay comes back to direct that one uh I don't know but the, the one <laughs> is, next is he gonna summer... spend
0: all his money before 2019 <laughs> like why would he not come back to direct it
1: well I mean I don't know like I think he's uh I think it's evident that like he enjoys doing these movies but like I also again it's kind of like after a certain point these movies all start to blend together like i i i do like i don't think michael bay like half-asses these movies but i would rather see him do other things than just cranking out transformers movies every other year um yeah but uh no the one next year is is the bumblebee spinoff that's supposed to take place in the 80s and it's uh Hayes, Haley Steinfeld is gonna be in it, and Travis Knight is directing it, so that should be interesting. But um yeah, so I mean I guess I could say I legitimately like the first and the third Transformers. The second one is ridiculous, uh, and the fourth one is ridiculous too. Uh if anyone <laughs> remembers the review, I, I gave it a must-see, but I said that like the caveat was that it's like a simultaneously a must-see and a must-avoid. <laughs> um and i was also very very uh bummed out that steven wasn't on that episode as i mentioned because i thought that there were elements of that movie that were very brats like um, so <laughs> i, I so the I, one person in the world who remembers that i watched brats in theaters
0: <laughs> we, we both we i know we're in-
1: we're in the same theater. I know. We showed we up. Had the theater we... all to ourselves. I know. We did. It was,
0: it was if amazing. Any, if any parent <laughs> walked into that movie and just saw the two of you sitting there, no, it they was would like... have immediately <laughs> ushered their children out of the theater and been like, "Nope, nope."
1: Steven, you remember there was like a there was like a weird old hobo man who came in like halfway through the movie. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah,
0: and even and that sat... guy was
1: like, "Nope, nope." Yeah, he's yeah. He he left after like five minutes. Because we he heard were basically us all heckling the movie, I think. Oh, we were totally it's yeah. But it was like a group of us. Like it was like me and and, a, and another group were there and then like Steven and you and Randy and some other people were there too. <laughs> yeah. And like we just happened to show up and we're like, "Are you here for Brats?" We're like, "Fuck Hell yeah." <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. We're going to heckle the shit out of this thing.
0: The question is you were you were both there for Brats, but what did you actually buy your ticket for?
2: <laughs> we didn't buy the tickets. <laughs> we didn't because was back I worked in the days when everyone worked at the movie
1: theater. Yeah. We all worked there. So we got in, we got everybody in for free. Okay. gotcha. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, there are elements of the last movie that I, I got a kick out of, uh, mainly, you know, the tooch and, um, there was just a lot of stuff where I was like, wow, this is, this is some next level stuff. So, um, but yeah, overall, like, like I said, I'd rather see Michael Bay devote his time to other things, especially by now. But, uh, yeah, it cool. was my long-winded answer of saying that uh, you know I I appreciate Michael Bay and enjoy his movies, you know.
0: You're, you're saying that like a talisman, you'd like to slip into his pants and wrap yourself around his penis.
2: <laughs> sure, we really yes. have a way with paraphrasing. Cr-
0: Chris was re- he was really reading into the subtext
1: of uh,
0: <laughs> spoilers for this film
1: of the subtext of my uh, you know. Of, of my praisings or whatever.
0: All right. Well, um, I already sort of said my piece about uh, Transformers the third. Um, but yeah, so I, I, like most people, enjoyed the first one. Second one got a little bit crazy, had a lot of problems with it. As I said, the third one seemed like a good step in the right direction. Fourth one sort of squandered all that good direction stepping. And uh, now we have the fifth one. <laughs> we which sure do. Which uh, we're going to get into in a little bit. Um, I would. I mean, we to to Uh be fully honest with everybody, uh, there was a very short-lived conversation in our text message chain where (laughs) we were wondering if we should even uh, review this film, and then. Carson just had to say the magic words of do you not remember anything i like and i was like oh yeah that's right i guess we're reviewing this movie this week
1: (laughs) oh i remember the young whipper he took his ginkgo and then he was like now i remember
0: (laughs) um so yeah but we're here now we're gonna do this um we all watched the movie we sure did I i think i assume some of us paid for it uh Funny enough, I almost got to see it for free at a special screening and then it didn't work out. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're going to do uh, this. So s-
1: Spoilers, I actually went and saw it twice. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. I think this I is where s-
1: we cut to the
2: trailer.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're going to go ahead and just play this damn trailer and then come back and give you guys a review.
3: It started as a legend. One of the greatest of all. thousand years we've kept it hidden. To protect Earth from what was destined to arrive.
1: Optimus Prime, you destroyed your home. Do you seek redemption?
3: My maker, I do. what did you say to her? Brush your teeth, work hard. Stay away from any boy in a band, especially a drummer. These are troubled times. Without leaders, chaos reigns. Two worlds colliding. You're all that stand in its way. Now the greatest mission of them all—to turn the tide of human history. Ah!
0: Bright, stop! Can't do
3: this. The imminent destruction of everything we know and love begins. Seems lost. A few brave souls can save everything we've ever known.
0: The operation is over. We're not giving up on Prime, okay? I want to stay, and I want to fight them.
3: For my world to live, yours must die.
0: So here we go. That was the trailer for Transformers The Last Night. (laughs) It was like The Dark (laughs) Knight.
1: The Last Jedi. Uh, uh,
0: Transformers The Last Night. Um, To back up a little bit, in uh, Transformers Dark Side of the Moon or whatever the (laughs) whole movie was called, uh, we found out that the original trips to the moon were actually to try to investigate this crash chip there that uh you know some of these trans it's like oh transformers didn't just show up when shia was there they showed up a long time ago when when during the when we went and landed on the moon um well this film was like you know what i'm not satisfied with that what if (laughs) what if transformers existed even further in the past oh shit bro just like like, well literally just like the king arthur film (laughs) We start in the Dark Ages, mm-hmm. and uh, basically yeah, the,
1: dar- the Dark Elves are there too. Yeah, yeah.
0: There, there's there's some <laughs> British folks. There's some people. They're just destroying the shit out of them. And drunk Stanley and Tucci's then, yeah, there. The drunk Tuchmeister. Toos- he is there Oops. with his beard, and uh, he is one Merlin. You know, the 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 the, the, the great wizard from uh, huh? our 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 history books <laughs> our, 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 our,
1: our myth, our, yeah, are our our yeah. mythical lore our
0: mythical lore are tales of valor and knights and greatness and round chastity. tables and chastity yes and, I, I, uh, I love
1: i love how the two shows up as merlin
0: in this movie
1: and they don't even explain that he's merlin a completely different character
3: from
0: the last one yeah i mean i mean well i i mean we're we're to believe stuff about the line yeah, of yeah, people yeah. who are related to the dark ages True. but anyway so we're in the dark ages Wars are happening. Merlin has apparently stumbled into this weird-looking cave that looks much like a booster rocket from some sort of weird ancient space race. And uh, he apparently had, over time, befriended these machines in there. And he makes a pact with them. They give him the power of some weird magical staff, uh, which lets him command a dragon, win the war. Everything's great. We have the history of King Arthur, Knights of the Round Table, all that jazz. Now we're in the future, and uh, some weird samurai-looking robot <laughs> is crash-landed. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this, guys. Uh, so, the, well, so, so we're, so we're, we're still just by in the, the way, prelude we're sti- now. Too. We're, we're yeah. still
1: we're still only in like the first uh, like five minutes of the movie,
0: yeah. Yeah. which means so, only
1: in like
2: like shot number eight thousand. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So, guys, okay, so here, so here, here's the deal. So, in present day, uh, Transformers, even though they've saved the planet four times already are the bad guys and they're sort of outlawed and there's a special uh, government agency called the tsa yep. yeah <laughs> the trf is transformers recall uh, transformers franchise f- whatever
1: robot f- robot fucking i think yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: that that's what they're called um <laughs> so those guys are hunting down transformers uh marky mark comes driving up to this samurai guy and is like dude it's cool, I'm going to recharge your batteries or something. And he's like, no, take the talisman. And then that sort of sets things in motion. It turns out that uh, some people are coming (laughs) to the Earth to try to do some nefarious things. You know, in past films, they have tried to teleport all of Cybertron to the Earth. Uh, They they realized that wasn't going to work, so they come up with a new plan to potentially, I don't know, move all of Cybertron to Earth. (laughs) Sure. And uh, I don't know. Come on, you can do it. You could do it. Use your words. <laughs> Am I just going to go through the whole movie now? Let's just say that, that our team has to work together um, to find out where the staff is, because the staff is the one thing that can either start or stop the bad event that is going to take place. They're not going to be a, por- a blue laser and a portal. There's just going to be a blue laser and a giant planet. Um, but, yeah, the team has to work together to try to get the staff before the bad guys get the staff, because if the bad guys get the staff, then bad things will happen to Earth. And uh, the good guys at the staff, they honestly have no idea what will happen if they get the staff. They just want to get it before the bad guys do. So that way they can sort of save the planet, potentially. Um, Mm. Yeah.
1: The Transformers really are the Jack Bauer of robots because it's like, you know, in every season of 24, like Jack Bauer saves a day and yet they still don't believe him. When he's like, the terror the terrorists are going to plot this attack, they're like, yeah, whatever, Jack. It's like, we're we're seven seasons deep. I think we should trust this guy.
3: You Complete know.
0: with
2: the same awkward xenophobia buried inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But uh yeah, so we're here. We'll do we'll do a we'll do a joy for the film sandwich. Steven, you can shit on the film first. Carson can love it, <laughs> and then I'll shit on it again afterwards.
1: Two girls, one
2: cup. All right. So, like, you know, when there's that person, especially growing up, like adjacent to your friend group who everyone hated, like everyone thought they were really, really annoying, and you always like make fun of this person and hate Fuck on this person. It. But Fuck then, Brian over here. But then they like, they have this weird kind of self deprecating thing where they sort of make fun of themselves too, in a way that makes it like not even fun to hate them anymore. But it's I like... know,
1: you guys are talking about me. It's okay.
2: <laughs> I hope anyway, your punchline
0: is, this is nothing like that.
2: <laughs> no, so th- this movie is, this movie is, like, that person. This movie, I found, not as a critic, just as a human being, I found this movie, like, insane to sit through. Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't looking for a good movie. Like, God knows that wasn't what I expected from the fifth Transformers on a Sunday afternoon. I was ready for anything. Like just any dumb like I was ready for like any dumb superhero movie, like the worst Marvel movie I would have been totally happy with. I wouldn't have given a shit. Um, this movie I just found like completely impossible to sit through. I mean, I did it. I did it somehow.
0: I, but I did, just people can know there's a point during both our screenings. Stephen and I saw this film. There was some overlap in us both watching the film, but your your showing started earlier. We were in the same building but different theaters, and uh, Steven and I had a mini text message conversation during the film. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: god! And hey, that doesn't happen. I respect the sanctity of a yeah. movie theater.
0: We were in a theater with not a lot of people. At least my showing, there was nobody in my row, and it was stadium seating with walls that separated each section. So,
2: like, anyway, this movie first first of all, this is. It's very Michael Bay, of course, but it's such an exhausting movie to sit through. Like, I remember, even from the moment it started and we're in the Dark Ages, and I thought it was funny for, like, 30 seconds that we were in the Dark Ages, (laughs) I was like, oh, this is going to be, like, this is going to be a fun twist. And by, like, one minute into the movie, I was already like, oh, God, when is this part of the movie going to be over? Because it just, they're fighting in medieval times and things are exploding but I could never tell what was going on. And the camera cuts, I swear to God, like every second of this movie, there's a cut. Like I, I was playing a game for a while. of just counting like how long could he go before the camera wasn't in a wildly different place. <laughs> and I think he peaked like there was five seconds at one point toward the end of the movie where he didn't <laughs> make the camera like veer wildly around to a different location. Like this movie was just so difficult for me to follow. And it was the, the changing aspect ratio was just insane for me. Like, there, were, I, I don't know if I only tuned into it because Carson warned me about it ahead of time, but there would be, like, dialogue. Like, Anthony Hopkins is talking to Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> and, like, it is jumping between IMAX and widescreen, IMAX and widescreen, like, every two seconds. And I don't... I just didn't understand any choices this movie made at all. And I really couldn't follow it. Like, there are so many different plot lines going on at the same time that... There's, like, a little girl, young J-Lo quote in the junkyard with Gerard Carmichael, who, like, occasionally she'll be in a really tearful monologue, and then immediately there's a joke, and then it's another tearful monologue, and then, like, a robot is saying something in jive. like um, <laughs> Megatron had his whole subplot, which I would forget about for, like, 20 or 30 minutes at a time. So uh, was,
0: was Megatron always also a Jet? Like, I, in, in, the early, in, in the early films... Wasn't only Starscream, or whatever the hell his name is, a jet?
2: I, I don't remember anything about the lore of these <laughs> movies, to be honest. I mean, I, I guess I, I guess they can I,
0: all take the form of any vehicle they pass, right? That's the whole point of that? Right.
1: Yeah, I think
2: so.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, I legit didn't remember uh, if Megatron was even in the last one. Yeah, I couldn't remember anything about
0: it. He was, like, him. frozen at the bottom of wa- the ocean in one of that the was, movies, That right? was, like,
1: at the end of the first one.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs>
1: like... This no, no, movie... like he he's died like tw- he's died like three times. Like Oh this... yeah, because
0: cause Tucci brings him back to life. He like brings oh, up the remains and he uses right. the weird uh the weird cube nano. The, the, transformium, the transformium. Yeah, The Transformium. <laughs> did, you, yeah. you never saw the last one, did you? I see never one? saw the last okay. one, no. You, you, you yeah. should you should almost watch the last one just so you can know what you're missing. <laughs> no,
2: like I kind of feel like I have to now. Um and then, I'm and having I such, s- I'm having such a hard time even like describing what i hated about this movie because it it, it was such an incomprehensible feeling for me to sit through it like this this whole movie felt to me like like you know movies do punch-up where they have comedians come in later and like do voiceover in scenes that are missing like some character on the side having a joke so like some background character will make a funny quip in an animated movie this whole movie felt like it was just punch-up happening all the time like there's never a pause in between when one character speaks and when the other character reacts. A conversation yeah. will be like, the girl will be like, I don't I don't have nowhere to go. I want to stay with you. Girl, you can't stay with me. Do you know it's dangerous here? Oh, she can't stay with us.
0: It's dangerous here.
2: Yeah, you can't stay with us. It's dangerous. Like the whole movie, there's no break.
0: I didn't know Gollum was
2: in this movie. Yeah, Gollum shows up too. There's no break anywhere in this movie. Stay and it was like, precious. Oh, God. It, it made, it drove me crazy. I found it. I I just found this movie completely insane. Yeah, and there there was some meta joy to be had in watching just how unbelievably incomprehensible the storyline was, and like how how much crap was packed into this movie. Like this is a two and a half hour movie, and it feels like a five hour movie. (laughs) And two and a half is already like way longer than it needed to feel. This
0: feels like a four hour film that you're watching at one point (laughs) five x just to cram it all into a two and a, half, two and a half hour film.
2: Yeah, no, this this movie definitely felt like I was watching it on Fast Forward the whole time. <laughs> and uh, a part of me wants to say maybe if I had watched the last movie, I would have understood the plot more, but I don't think that's likely. I'm pretty sure this movie is just fucking
1: crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the plot of the last one didn't really factor into uh, into this one. Well, but it's, fu- honestly, it's funny,
0: too, because the last movie starts the same way. Uh, Transformers are being hunted because the government yeah, yeah. has decided that they're not allowed. And yeah. it, it's the ex- exact same thing, except for instead of uh, a random machine being attacked at the beginning of this film, I believe it was Optimus Prime himself who was being hunted down at the beginning of the last one, right?
1: It was one of the, one of the main ones, yeah. I don't remember. I also but it was the it was the man in, the the guy the man in black from Lost was like the team
0: leader. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> now I'm starting to remember the movie. I think we found a Transformer. <laughs> yeah, duh, dude. I'm yeah. an
1: inventor. Yeah,
2: I knew that part at least. But yeah. I I also just couldn't shake the feeling that these movie like this movie was trying in addition to trying to be Game of Thrones for a couple seconds, it also seems like it wants to be Fast and the Furious, but only in like one second moment. I mean like I there'll mean, be all, like a song. All sudden, of them are like that. Yeah, though, they, right? they all have it. It's just the uh the schizophrenic nature of it was like very weird here to me where yeah. the, there would just be scenes where there are conversations happening and then it's like a, a jokey moment between the girl and the weird robot car and then it's like sexifying his car for two seconds and then it's back <laughs> to another jokey moment.
0: I mean there It really needed Tyrese to to be like the, adding co- commentary to the, it. There,
2: there was an extended sequence with Mark Wahlberg, Anthony Hopkins and whoever plays Vivian walking around having a conversation and like literally every one second that they walk the camera jumps and they're in a different room mid sentence <laughs> for like like 9 minutes. Yeah. It, I understand that that's what Michael Bay is going for. It was an artistic
0: decision. It was like doing a montage without doing a montage, you see.
2: And the thing (laughs) is, like, he's in on the joke, of course. Like, he's throwing in jokes left and right. Every time anything happens, it's undercut with a joke by, like, three robots right afterward. That was a little too quick for you to understand, but you get that a joke probably happened. Yeah. But I don't... I just don't think that's enough. It almost made it more aggravating. I couldn't even think what was he thinking. I was just thinking like, oh, fuck you.
0: <laughs> Carson, were you thinking, oh, fuck you?
1: Um, well, I was definitely thinking that this is the most... I, I think it's... I mean, I think it is indicative, the like, schizophrenic nature is very indicative of not only Michael Bay's movies, but the Transformers movies specifically because they're always like throwing in... Like the goofy humor and stuff. Um, I mean I don't even think like I, I don't even think like half the dialogue is ever like I feel like there's dialogue written, but it's never what's being said, you know. I feel like it's all just like, you know, you've got Gerard Carmichael in this one, TJ Miller was in the last one, I'm sure Michael Bay was just like, Be funny. Actually I know he did that. T.J. Miller has talked about how you know Michael Bay's direction was like, Alright, be funny now. <laughs> um so like that was like, you know, I feel like that's the thing. It's like, okay, now now we say the jokes. And uh but yeah, like there th- this movie is um I remember after it was over, I told my brother I was like, I think I died. Like I'm dead. <laughs> like I legitimately was like, well, I see the when I first see I saw it so I saw it on saw it the first time in a regular theater, you know, went to see it regularly. And like I you see I I warned you guys about the the shifting aspect ratios that I did not know that that was going to be that way across all formats cuz I just figured it was only like that in the IMAX presentation we're going to go see I was like I don't want to fuck with that like last time because in the last movie it was like that it wasn't as it wasn't as frequent as this movie but it still was like very jarring where, you know, it would be like Steven said, where it like Mark Wahlberg is talking to someone and he's in full IMAX and it cuts <laughs> to the other person and they're in, you know, regular widescreen. You're just like, what was the decision making? I mean, they this? had like, to fit his whole bicep I, in this. Yeah.
0: I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like what it like, I feel like it was all reshoots, but he had already like you can only rent those IMAX cameras for a certain window of time and somebody else was using them It's like, I guess we got to use regular cameras. <laughs>
1: No, I mean, I, I really, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I know that they, they, they made him a special IMAX 3D camera for this movie, the, the like the Bayos camera or whatever. Um, it's called the Bayos camera. I don't know if it's really called the Bayos, but I know he has those Nike shoes called the Bayos.
0: Oh um, my god.
1: But uh, no, they they made him a a special IMAX camera for this movie that he could like hold himself because Michael Bay is all about. Grabbing cameras and getting in on the action and shit. Yeah. Um, How so, big is a
0: 3D IMAX camera, though? Can you even like wield it without a giant robot? No, arm? that's
1: no, that's what I'm saying. Is that <laughs> so like if you're they, Mark
2: Wahlberg? They they <laughs>
1: if you have a metal thing on your wrist, <laughs> they pared it down and made it specifically for him so he could go handheld like a regular camera. So I think gotcha. like back back in the third one when he was shooting IMAX, you know, I feel like a lot of people did say, oh the the 3d in a way kind of helped the movie because he was forced to do more long shots and stuff um so anyway like i i do for this movie yeah so i wasn't prepared for for all the the shifting imax like the, the fact that it's going back between three different ratios is just absurd like it's like, it was so funny, because, like, after the movie, I was, like, going on this big rant about, like, oh, the f- the sh- why did he do these ratios, and, um, Sarah didn't see the last movie in IMAX that way, so she was just like, I think you're getting bent out of shape over this, like, chill out, and I'm just like, no, like, you didn't know, you don't know, uh, you saw it normally, <laughs> um, so I was definitely thrown off by that, and and I agree that that is like I don't I don't understand the decision making behind that. It feels like he was he had three fucking cameras going at the same time, and he was just in the edit bay. He's just pulling out you know shots from the three different cameras with like no rhyme or reason. Um, is
0: is edit bay what he calls himself while he's editing the movie?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly uh, correct. Um, so. So, then, you know, my uh, a buddy of mine wanted to see it, and, like, a, we, we've seen a lot of the Transformers movies together, so I went and saw it again with him, and so at least I, like, went in knowing that that was gonna, you know, gonna be down, so it wasn't as bad the second time, but, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, this, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and defend the movie's <laughs> merits, like... <laughs> I think if I'm ranking the Transformers movies, this one is going to be, you know, down at the bottom with the second one. <laughs> it's rank
0: I've, is also its installment number. <laughs>
1: yeah, close. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, like I said, like, I, I feel like Michael Bay should have stopped after the third one. Like, I I mean, from this one and the last one, I definitely do think, you know, this this franchise is running out of gas, like... I mean and that's not to say that Michael Bay like half-assed this movie. Like I don't think he's I don't think he did at all. Like I think that like if I feel like the 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 massiveness of the movie is like is it's is a pro and a con. Like I think that the movie is like is this gigantic movie that uh and I agree like you guys are saying it feels like it's playing at like 2x speed. It feels like, you know, it feels like Michael Bay has some, like, imaginary deadline that he has to get to in order... <laughs> like, it's so funny how he said that, you know, he he went around saying, like, oh, this is the shortest of the sequels, <laughs> even though it feels longer and much bigger than the the other ones, because just because there's so much, like, stuff happening in the movie. And I also, like, so... And I think the, fir- the first time watching it, I was just like, I couldn't even wrap my head around the fact that, like, there was so much shit in this movie. And even the second time, I was like, I can- my brain can't process things this quickly. Like, And that's why I think that it's... But that's also why I kind of admired it, is that, like, it's almost like he outbade himself, like, even for- compared to his other movies, and not just the Transformers movies. Like, like Pain is- and Gain. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like this is Pain, yeah. Painting gain is great. I mean,
1: I would have said painting gain would be like his, you know, his his magnum opus uh in terms of uh Michael Bay's style, but I, I think he I think he topped it with this. Like there's a new openness some- prime in town. <laughs> like <laughs> in some in some ways this is Michael Bay's hard to be a god. Like, this is just it's such a ridiculous, like, massive movie that you just can't even you can't even begin to fathom how it, how he even approached this movie. Because, like, I mean, like any of his movies, the 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 spectacle on display is, I feel like is, you know, can't is undeniable. Like, I, I feel like all of the action in this movie is is, uh, you know, done exactly. It's done. It's executed in the way that you know only he can do um i feel like you're and, finding a real way of dancing around having to say it's good <laughs> <laughs> no, The i is certainly there <laughs> i mean i i legitimately enjoyed like the basically from the last like when it really at the like basically from when they're on the like the submarines till the end because it's just like nonstop, stop like in your face like there's some stuff in this movie where i was just like I almost, I mean, I almost wanted them to slow down because, like, you're, it's like there is just a lot of detail and stuff in every sequence and stuff. And, um, I I don't know. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing to me. Like, the, especially at the end, like, when they're kind of all, like, trying to grab the staff and shit and, like, they're, like, floating and, like, there's Transformers Oh, there's an action scene right there. (laughs) A physics scene.
2: (laughs) I don't, I, who cares about spoiling... Um, Mark Wahlberg she's basically falling and they're both in the air, and somehow Mark Wahlberg throws her back. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was insane.
1: Yeah. But it's like the fact that like there was just so much shit happening like while they're both falling and stuff, it was like I was like, I don't even know like how since
0: Guardians of the Galaxy Two have I seen anything this crazy? Okay, what a weird cop. <laughs> that, that, that was me making fun of it in the context of like, it's doing re- we- weird, crazy shit, but it's it's strikingly clo- close to the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, I'm not
2: saying the following thing yeah. was good crazy. I mean, it was just an insane thing to yeah. try to do. <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I just, I guess it's like, if you were to tell me that the budget on this movie was like $800 million, I'd be like, oh, that still seems too low. Like, that seems like, <laughs> that still seems like they got pretty good. Like, I, I feel like, you know, even with all of its faults, like, you can't, like, you get your money's worth. Like, there's spectacle out the ass in this movie. Like, I, I feel like, like very literally the money's on the screen, like, he, like, just ate money and s- <laughs>
2: smeared it all over the screen.
0: Well, I, I think, I think there's a problem with, the money being on the screen in this, because it's clear that the money's on the screen just for the sake of money being on the screen. Like there's things where it's like action scenes don't make sense. Don't make sense. Like I, I'm getting ahead of myself or ahead of Carson, but like there's literally a scene where they're like, okay, this is the plan. We're going to, we're going to take these helicopter plane things and we're going to do a halo jump onto this structure. So first of all, There's a problem, because halo jump, high altitude, low whatever, right? Uh, uh, Low low open, I think it's it's, something something like that. It's basically where you jump from really, really high, and you open your shooter at the last possible second and go, they're jumping from a plane in the air to an object in the air. It's not a halo jump, doesn't matter. So they're like, how are we going to get these helicopter plane things up high enough to get up there? Because there's robots shooting us. They're like, wait, wait, guys, we have... This big Transformer ship over there, we can use that to get up there, right? Their plan is not take the Transformer ship up to the object that's hovering in space. The plan is load the helicopter planes onto the Transformer ship, fly the Transformer ship higher than the object they're trying to land on, and then drop the planes out of the back of the Transformer ship and have the planes crash land on the structure because it's too high for those planes to fly normally.
2: I'm just amazed you saw enough to know that that's what happened. I okay.
0: mean, I mean, why why
1: couldn't you just say that? Why can't Optimus Prime just fly everybody up there? Like, I don't know no, why. The you're the to put is logic they, into this.
0: they were like, "Whoa, it's going to be too dangerous to fly these ships." <laughs> There's a ship. It, it would be like if if in in the Force Awakens where they're like, "Not that ship. Let's take this ship," and they point at the Millennium Falcon. Like, what if they just took little ships and put them inside that ship, flew that up, and then ditched that in midair? And flew other ships on the ground. Like, All I know, is
2: a lot of things have to explode in this movie. Like, you got to maximize how many things
0: explode. They maximize a lot of things.
3: Anyway, I just,
1: I just don't understand like the, 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 the reasoning to try to put logic into this movie. Like, there was clearly <laughs> because the
0: world requires logic. I, I mean, you might as well just have this be like an entire, like a big tech demo of like, look at what we can render. How great is this?
1: i mean i i like look i i mean i i would say that like if this is your like visual effects demo reel it's pretty solid like i know i usually will uh poo poo like you know massive cgi like this but like somehow like he he corrals it all together like i i really don't understand like other than the fact that in the third one i know he broke Pro Tools when they were like sound editing this and I can't I would imagine that he just did that again on this movie like it's just like that's how like just massive it feels um I mean I, I feel like that like so there's so much shit going on like it's it it is kind of amazing like to see like how everything is all like just layered onto each other um and I mean, like I don't know, like I get that feeling anytime I watch a Michael Bay movie. Where I was like, how, like, how does he, how does he do this? Like each time, like it just, it feels like such a massive undertaking uh, compared to like other action blockbusters. Like they're they're always on like a whole nother level. Um, I, I will I, say,
2: I, like it, it's so exhausting just to watch. I can't imagine what it felt like to make it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, I, and I only, you know, I only point out like the the budget thing because I. I mean, I guess just compared to uh, other Paramount releases, like, it it feels more like an actual movie. Like, it doesn't look like a, a TV show or something. Um, but I do think that, you know, the, the the money is just insanely... You know, whether, you know... You know, whether you... You can argue whether or not it was, like, used properly, but, I mean, the it was definitely put up there on the screen. Like, I think that... Uh, whether you enjoy it or not like i i feel like it's undeniable that you didn't get your money's worth in terms of of spectacle and also it's like i don't know like it kind of i kind of always think like why you know like why do why do people complain about the length of these movies because it's almost like you want them to be ridiculously bloated because it's like (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> like I like you almost like I almost don't want it. I just any don't want to feel way. anything for a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's almost like you know it's like if I go into a Michael Bay movie and it's like 85 minutes, like I I would feel cheated. Like you know, even the last Transformers, which was like almost three hours, was like you know yeah, like did it need to be three hours? No, but it was like you know why the fuck not? Like I don't know. I I,
0: it, I, I, I will give him this to his credit. There that like when I was watching the Mummy. I was like, I if I was not reviewing this f- film, I would walk out <laughs> during during Transformers the last night.
2: Wait, I didn't know Casey Affleck was in The Mummy.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: Touche. Um, but say. yeah,
0: during, during Transformers the last night, I was honestly like, all right, where the fuck is this going? <laughs> You've got me now. I need to figure out what's going to happen next because this shit is crazy.
1: I mean, but yeah, but like I, I feel like I mean I know that I know that's not true, but that almost feels like you know that's like a positive because you're you. No, I, I said so to insane. his credit. <laughs> oh okay, I, I didn't I didn't hear you. Sorry. Um. Anyway, like I I I will say that like yes the the uh the the kids in this movie are incredibly annoying. Like, oh yeah. I, like the 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 girl in this movie, like I don't understand why she's in it other than like she's a nickelodeon star and i guess they thought kids would get excited um but like she, her character serves like no purpose um but i i did like anthony hopkins i thought he was having a blast it looked like he was having time of his life in this fucking movie um but uh yeah like i mean overall like i think that i enjoyed i enjoyed the the spectacle and the action and admired just the sheer like massiveness of it because it it honestly feels like it, <laughs> it kind of just feels like this is like the cinematic equivalent of like recreational viagra use where it's just like <laughs> it's like perpetually to mess it for way too long uh-huh. and you're just like you're just it's just banging 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 non-stop and then you're you're still going even after you're coming blood like it's just like that's the like just the drive of this movie and it's it, I kind of got to give him props for that. Like, like you gotta, like you you know, most movies these days, you sit there and you're just like, when are these fucking apes going to rise? Like, I'm tired. I need some fucking, I need a little more, you know, but, uh, like uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, I when are these I
0: transformers? Oh, wait. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, like, I think that's, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the, that's the gist of it, where it's just like, it is, it's a massive movie. And, um, yeah, it might test you, but uh, again, no. <laughs> I, I, I kind of admire it that for that.
0: It, it, it definitely tested me, that's for sure. Um, watching this film, you know, like, you know, going back to The Mummy again, because uh, I like to link together films that I've just watched recently. Uh, it, during The Mummy, as bad as that movie was, I was like... I kind of dig this ridiculous thing they're trying to do where they're trying to use the mummy as a way to bootstrap in this whole organization of people that find and get like the the weird, like bizarro Avengers type thing where they take all these different uh, pieces of lore from storybooks and stuff and kind of throw them into one universe and let's make this be a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen or whatever. Uh, I, I remember watching the movie going like, I like that you're trying to do this. It's not necessarily working. This film sucks. But like. At least I applaud you for trying to do this, and maybe one day you'll do something fun with this. I think in this film, if this was the second or third Transformers film, and they were trying to tell us, by the way, throughout history, there have been these times where Transformers were there. Um, well, first of all, there's already two instances, right? So there are the tales of your or whatever right these back in the day when when there was magic well like being like what if we found out that like in the story of David and Goliath Goliath was actually a transformer right mm-hmm. that's kind of what they're trying to do take all these these stories of of giants and trolls and magic and all this stuff and transformers were there and that's why people thought there was magic because these transformers like that that's a cool idea the problem is doing that now five films in doesn't make a lot of sense because the organization, the, the League of Extraordinary Transforming Gentlemen, they would all know about this history. It, it's kind of like – remember in Independence Day when uh, the president finally finds out that Area 51 is a real thing? And he's like, uh, you didn't think about telling me this when the aliens showed up? Um the difference is in that film, it's a seri- it's, it's, it's some hours, right? <laughs> like, that film takes over the place o- over the course of three days. So maybe the Area 51 people were, you know, were waiting to figure out what's going on before they called the president. That makes sense. This is Transformers. This has been years that these machines have been already in the public eye wrecking shit up and trying to save the planet. Why would this organization of people not come forward and go like, oh, by the way... Remember these were always there also if if these transformers were like fighting in World War II and stuff like that, it wouldn't be a thing that just a secret organization of people would know about. It would be a thing that I don't know a lot of people would know about because these are pretty major events that had a lot of visibility to them. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. If everybody knows who Captain America is in the Marvel Universe because of his fighting in different wars and shit like that, you think you think that maybe bumblebee. Flying around killing Nazis would be a thing that people would know about, right? 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 Huh? Also, did he have a, did he have a different name back then? Like, why would people still recognize it as Bumblebee if he was kind of? I assume he got the name because he formed a yellow car, and that was. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I don't remember I what he,
1: his I, name I, was back then. I, I think he did have a different name. Yes, I'm just laughing at the Chris sounds like some crazy like online truther <laughs> right now. Like the 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 jet fuel it uh, 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 melts, <laughs> melts the babes. Yeah, <laughs> Where were the Transformers there?
0: Turn Wait a into second, Jerry, guys. Turning
1: to Jerry Seinfeld. Wait a second,
0: guys. What if 9-11 was the Transformers?
1: Oh, my gosh. What if it was Unicron? It was one of his horns.
0: <laughs> Shit. Um. It was right in front of us. But my, my point is just that, like, you can't pull this type of story now five films in because, like, It'd be one thing if they, like, they were doing a crossover with <laughs> if they were doing a crossover with like Men in Black and everyone on the planet got flashy thinged by by, by Men in You know, maybe they did. Like. <laughs> <laughs> if they do that for film sick, I'm in.
2: Or like the Dragon Transformer flew up and made it rain, and then everybody forgot what <laughs> they uh, saw. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. totally.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yes. yeah. T- um, Tucci,
1: Mer- Tucci Merlin like cast a spell over everyone.
0: The whole point of the film is he had no magic, though he can't cast the spell. Anyways, mm. I, I just like I. He's got the touch. I, I I like the idea of what they're trying to do, but it's weird that in this universe where they've already been doing something else, that suddenly we're doing. Like at the beginning, when I gave the description about how, like in the film, we found out that the moon landing was really Transformers based, and it's like, well, that wasn't the beginning. Let's go back even farther. Um, Look
1: closelier. Yeah, dude, the the Wit Wiccans, brah.
0: And it's just that, like, there are so many things that, like, I can see how any one of these things in the universe of Transformers could be very interesting and compelling and fun. But it seems like throwing these all in now, it seems like they took every idea they didn't use in the last films and shoved it all into one film because they didn't know if they were going to get to make the next one. And that doesn't turn into a good film it turns into like a crazy piece of shit that you really go like like this film is like one part national treasure one part the mummy one part like something else like it's like why did you think this would all work because it definitely doesn't and even the, even the beginning where it's like the Transformers are outlawed, like that's how the last film started. So it's not even like a new novel thing. Like people like surprised that Transformers are outlawed. And they, they were outlawed before, before they were good and then were bad and then were good again. And it's, I don't know, it's watching this film, I was almost laughing at like how ridiculous things got and how crazy it went. And it was like laughing not in a fun way, but in like a Jesus, they're... <laughs> They're really doing all of this, I, yeah.
2: Right, like, like to me, the the only the like meta joy of this movie was only having company and being able to like lean over and be like, "Are are you also seeing this? Did, <laughs> did you also see that slow motion jump over another slow motion jump like five explosions late? Like, like, like the only thing." I think if I were watching it alone, there would have been, like, nothing to make me enjoy it.
0: Yeah. And I did watch it alone. <laughs> so there was nothing... There was nothing to help me enjoy the film. Um,
1: I mean, you know, other than Schneeze again and a Schnaes, like, I just don't understand, like, the... Like, I feel like all of these movies, like, the plots, like, don't matter. Like, I feel like they're, like, barely connected anyway. Like, they're they're... They're they have vague you know reference to references to the previous movies but like there's really like not a whole lot connecting all of these movies other than like the uh, some of the same characters and again like characters referencing of s- certain events that happened
0: but but that should not be a defense of this film that should be a problem with the film i mean at, at the beginning but but
1: i'm just saying like i don't understand why you're going into a transformers movie especially the 5th one uh, thinking that there's going to be some like like amazing story, like I don't understand but,
0: but, that. But but they clearly thought they were making an amazing story. Like when this film starts in the Dark Ages, you better have a fucking good reason <laughs> to start this movie in the Dark Ages. And they clearly thought they had a good reason. And and I think that like when you're trying to do something like this, it's like so so it's one thing if if you want to make a monster of the week thing, right? Where uh, every film a bigger and badder megatron type person lands on earth and tries to blow shit up like it'd be like if you know in superman another zod comes down right like if that's what you're doing that's what you're doing and you don't need a story because you're just saying oh an even bigger robot came and they want to destroy earth let's stop that from happening right It, it it it's a thing where like more more people are showing up let them let it happen but in this, it's trying to weave this... This, I mean, spoilers, they, they reveal in this film that Hitler was actually killed by a transforming pocket watch. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. if you're doing stuff like that, fucking, you're trying to have a story, right? This isn't just like, oh, wouldn't it wouldn't be funny if Hitler was killed by a pocket watch. You're like trying to say that all these moments in history that had important weight to them are all caused by Transformers' existences. And... I I don't know, it just it seems like do something with that. Um and don't wait five films to try to weave that in and be like, no, all along it was always Transformers.
2: <laughs> I, I just can't stress enough though that the way you're criticizing it, it's almost like <laughs> like arguing with an anti-vaccine person or whatever <laughs> I know. as if they were like just another scientist in the room like i feel like you're normalizing <laughs> it just by talking about the plot I, I as mean, if it were a thing
1: that happened in the movie <laughs> also like i feel like 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 all the criticisms thrown at uh at the transformers movies and just like in michael bay movies in general like it's low hanging fruit like i like i don't know like i just think that like
2: like mine mine is not I feel like I can't even get to the level of, oh, the plot had holes, it didn't make sense. I thought like the way the movie was made was incomprehensible.
3: <laughs>
2: and now I'm hearing Chris like the plot whisperer who has like <laughs> deciphered the reason that helicopters yeah, like, flew up.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't I, I, I don't even know. That's I think I think we've hit a we've hit we've hit peak schnazy on this one, man.
2: Like is, I don't even know. Like, the staff is a thing, but I don't know, like, really what it does or who had it at what time. Like, that's the (laughs) level I'm working with.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's, and, and honestly, like, whether, you know, they, whether they thought the story was great or not, like, I feel like all of the Transformers sequels, at least, maybe not so much the first one, but the sequels definitely are literally just blueprints. I don't really think they're even, like, that, like I said, that. Uh, w- completed of a of a screenplay. At least it doesn't feel that way. They just feel like blueprints, outlines for Michael Bay to just you know the bones for him to just hang all these crazy action scenes on. Um, and and I mean this, I feel like this one does share a lot of similarities with the second one because I know in the second one they they literally didn't have a finished script because remember the writer strike happened, so they were fi- <laughs> they were they were literally. Literally flying by the seat of their pants—not literally, but they were flying by the seat of their pants like that movie, like just coming up with shit on the on the daily. And this, <laughs> and they're does- like, "This
0: works. Let's do this for the next five films." Uh,
1: yeah, well, I mean, this movie does have that kind of feeling, but e- an even more like, uh, like just insanely coked out aggressive feeling, like because it just, like I said, it felt like that. It almost felt like someone had Michael Bay's family, like, kidnapped somewhere. <laughs> and they were like, if this movie Maybe it doesn't... it was Charlize <laughs> Theron. <laughs> if this movie doesn't... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was like, you know, if this movie doesn't come in at under two and a half hours, like, they're all dead. Like, it just... It had that... It had such an urgency where it was like, w- like wow, we are really, like... Like, I remember... <laughs> I did laugh out loud in the in the scene where um, Anthony Hopkins is in he's in his car and they're like zooming through the street and he's talking to John Turturro on the on the phone and you know he's looking at that thing that he's the the page that he stole from the library and they're like and John Turturro's you know talking about scrotums again or something and he's just like. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, he's like that's because Pangea or whatever or you know, they used to be and then the the plates shifted or whatever." And yep. the robot butler comes in, he's like, "Oh, Pangea, sh- sir." <laughs> and there's literally like there's literally like the fastest shot of of the uh the round table that psh, that pops back up and I was like, "Oh my god, like it's uh it's <laughs> like so, I said, like sh- that sh- that is the stuff where you like I'm just like, I, I better just, I better just And, and that's strap what the in. whole movie felt like to me. Yes, though. that's so. why, that's why, I, just, I like, Stephen Steven said that there's no downtime in this movie. Like, there's, I mean, it's true. There's literally no downtime in this movie. Like, in the other Transformers movies and even other Michael Bay movies, there's at least, you know, time where they take a breath. And this was just like, go, 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 like, um, and again, like, that's, um. Like, Benghazi was relaxing compared to this <laughs>
0: But so, so here's the thing you just reminded me of, of the page in the book. Chris so.
2: just took out a giant notebook with the word Pangea <laughs> written on it. Just so everyone... Uh-oh. No,
0: but so so I mean so so at this point, if you're listening still, sorry. Uh, also, I assume you realize that like spoilers are not a thing for this film. Like I could literally tell you every single plot. But I, I could read the exact plot beat by beat from Wikipedia to you. And you still wouldn't understand what the fuck is happening in this movie. I so, mean, I
1: understood it. I don't know why you guys are saying it was like hard to follow and shit. Like, I guess,
0: I guess, without the why, I can't understand the how. <laughs> like, I, I can, mean, I, I can, I mean, like I said, I can, I can recount everything that happened, but it's like I just don't understand why it's happening uh, because it's ridiculous. But what, what, what I wanted to say is, there is apparently a book that recounts everything that's about to happen in this film. <laughs> so. Anthony Hopkins is going to the library to steal a page that says, bro, this is the last page of the script in a single storyboard. Just so you know, <laughs> all of Cybertron is coming to Earth, which turns out is Unicron, and they're going to make out for a little bit, and whoever makes out the hardest is going to suck all the energy from the other one, and ta-da, end of film. Like, what? So there's just a prophecy? Like, it's not like she figured out that the staff was hidden on Earth. Like, literally, the people who stole her staff were like, you know what? You know the one place we should fly? The place in this book. And then we'll trouble. We'll write a book that says, we took the staff here, and eventually a destroyed Cybertron, which at the time of the staff being stolen had not been destroyed, is going to come, and then this planet we're hiding on is unit. I, I just don't...
2: I, I, I'm sorry, just to like give an idea... Of where the plot goes in this movie Because I feel like there's a scene that's indicative Of how the whole movie felt to me The way they get to that point Is so like Vivian realizes That she's descended from Merlin Mm. And there must be a clue in her dad's study That will (laughs) tell them where this thing is hidden (laughs) So she and Mark Wahlberg go to her place And just like (laughs) Just smash everything They always always put things up to little dogs' butts
3: (laughs) So throw it down on the ground
2: They're just like things. They just like smash, boom! Like grab a cabinet, kick it, punch it. Things are exploding. They do all of this like <laughs> smashing. Yeah, and you, you know in the span of Bay. Probably thirty seconds, but it felt like it, it felt like a long time. Yeah. Um. They do all the smashing, so they get one little note that is a hint that it has to do with the nautical museum. The next scene, they're like there. And Anthony Hopkins and the robot know all about this already, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, you must be in the submarine. Press this." And like the robot knows exactly where they're going. And Anthony Hopkins is like, "I have another mission <laughs> like, Oh god! And basically, just everything is exploding all the time in this movie. And going back to my, dr- <laughs> I'm pretty sure even getting into the submarine, like they're throwing people and kicking people, and like, oh yeah, like move it,
1: Tubby. It's, it's a yeah, Anthony, Anthony Hopkins calls that guy a fat ass. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> pretty funny. So, by the way, going back to the joke I made er- earlier about uh, Carson being a talisman who wants to slide down Michael Bay's pants and wrap around his penis. So yeah. there's this whole thing about, like, a knight has to be chased and has not sleeping around. So... The robot butler, after beating the shit out of some fish, decides to make a romantic dinner for them. But everyone always knows that romantic dinner turns into fucking. So, yeah. So, yeah, I was just getting soon, chased
1: like five minutes ago.
0: As soon as as soon as they look into each other's eyes and go like, "Wow, your your abs are very very striking," <laughs> and oh, your stripper dress now looks less like stripper dress and more like a dress that I want to get into. <laughs> the talisman then slides around his penis to make sure they can't have sex. Is that is that, is Again, that I didn't what is attribute it having?
2: meaning to any of this.
0: It's and then and then like she asked him like, oh is that is that like tight on on your wiener? <laughs> and he's like, uh, I don't know. It feels kind of comfortable.
1: <laughs> I guess I guess Chris really related to this uh scene in the movie. It's this was just, like <laughs> this was like uh I mean, I don't even know. I didn't, That didn't even cross my mind, but I guess it's kind of... Maybe Michael Bay was a fan of Robin Hood Men in Tights or something. I don't know.
0: I, it just it, It's it's so bizarre to me what is going on.
2: So I'm not going to get, like, SJW on this thing, but can we talk about the black robots for just a second? Because <laughs> I've been out of the Transformers-verse for a while, so I remembered that being a thing. You
0: don't remember Racisticons?
2: Yeah, no, so I remembered, like, the Jivebots being a thing, and I remembered, like... Criticism happening, and I just like took for granted that probably he had mixed it up somehow since then. (laughs) There is like a scene in this movie. When for some reason Megatron is negotiating, like all of his, <laughs> all of his identical-looking and sounding Decepticons being freed. Yeah. And first of all, that scene is ridiculous, like like every scene, right? It's like he's like, I want this one, and they're like, no, and then he smashes what, and then they're like, yes. Um,
1: yeah, it's like it's 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 the uh, it's his Suicide Squad moment. Yeah, 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 yeah it's his yeah. Suicide
2: yeah. Squad scene, definitely.
1: And so it shows all
2: of the characters who are all pretty much the same, like. Like, they're doing this thing, which seems, like, very racially whatever. Like, they're doing exactly what the robots in the first movie were doing. Yeah. Um, and, and then, like, just in case you didn't get it, the last robot he frees shouts, like, Free at last! Free at last! Praise Megatron!
1: I'm free at last! <laughs> Dude. That's, I, but, again, this is all indicative of Michael Bay's style. Like, I, like, I don't know. I, again... Again, it's right. like uh talk about a movie that is not twenty seventeen. <laughs> Michael Bay has not yeah. changed, that's for sure. And I don't want yeah. him to change. That's
2: like like the thirteen hours was the movie where the only female character, like, kept fucking up until a man tells her, like, I need your eyes and your ears, not your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and that was still like pretty progressive <laughs> so, so compared the, to the Transformers. Here's movie. the
0: weird thing, is like this film too tries to like of course he's gonna ca- cast a-, a chick who he's like, Oh I'm just gonna cast a hot chick but like at the same time they try to make her super smart with like thirty degrees. Well, and, like 40- she wore glasses. <laughs> well I mean but I mean like it's almost like At moments, they they try to make the little girl super smart. They try to make the adult girl super smart. But then they keep, like, still constantly undercutting them with, like, every time the girl tries to do something, she falls over. And, and, like, (laughs) the amount of time she falls. So there's a scene where she's like, don't talk to me like that. I'm a very well educated (laughs) person. Then, ooh, falls on the ground. And it's like. You're You're saying girls can't be klutzes? No, what I'm saying is, like, the film. It's almost like he's consciously trying to write, like, no, I'm going to make her strong and tough and smart because I'm not a gross guy. But then he keeps making her. Well, I think he's just nagging. The... Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, but it just felt weird. Like, it seemed like there was a conscious effort to try to to be better about it. And then he just undercuts it constantly. with the dialogue. I don't
1: I don't think there was any conscious effort. It was it was very Michael Bay. Take it or leave it like type of thing. I don't know. That's a, that's at least what I thought. But uh, I will say there there were th- three th- three other things that I thought of. One, I because just because Chris mentioned the uh, when the robot butler like grabs the fish and he roundhouse kicks one of them, <laughs> like so. When I saw this the second time, there were a ton of kids in the theater, and like no joke that that part slayed. Like these kids. <laughs> rolling on the floor laughing like literally just that 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 slayed so hard with the kids i was like <laughs> i could see michael bay it was like all right we gotta put this scene in he's like this is gonna kill with the kids <laughs> like like i don't know why but the oh man it was it was it was it, it, it delighted me just that that these kids like took so much joy in uh the robot roundhouse kicking the fish <laughs> anyway and then the other thing i, I was,
0: hope that, that that moment was guessed uh I guess mo capped by Andy Serkis or something cause it reminded <laughs> me like when Gollum smashes the fish on the rock in Lord of the Rings. <laughs>
1: um, and the other thing was that, like, uh, Sarah pointed out is that it it is hilarious that this movie shares it, it pretty much encompasses all of this summer's like bombs. So, like, there's King it, Arthur, it does, there's <laughs> there's the there's elements of the mummy like adventure action, and you've got you know the big american star with the hot british chick uh and then you've got uh <laughs> uh you've got uh like when they're in the when they go down in, under the water in that alien ship is it's very uh very giger-esque i would say uh mm-hmm. but, michael bay doing his uh his alien covenant uh but they also
0: have his, the whole sub scene anyways which is also freaking uh, fast and furious with the, but you also have the car chases like it's all it's all there
3: yeah
1: but uh but fate of the Furious wasn't like a a failure though like like a
0: it did no, but it is a big silly action film, and this is borrowing heavily from like
1: no, no stuff no, I, that was yeah. in that film yeah yeah I mean yes, I agree it was like you saw
0: say... the trailer, <laughs> I mean, no, I know that... this film has been in the works for like forever, but it almost feels like he was like, yeah, fucking subs are great. I could put a sub in my movie,
1: yeah, I mean, I agree with that I'm just saying like it like the specifically the the notable summer failures so far, uh, the elements were all here in this movie, which I thought was kind of... Or we both thought was kind of humorous. Yeah. Um, But I will say, out of all the Transformers movies, I think this is the best-looking Transformers. Like, the colors in this movie were popping, dude. Like, they... This was like some... (laughs) There are moments in this movie where it looked like a fucking Lisa Frank pencil case, man. Like, this was just it was it was next level dude like he got uh, jonathan silo who did um he was the dp on john wick and uh i mean i it's undoubtedly like a very good looking movie like the um yeah so i would say like at you know out of all the transformers this is like the best looking one it's it's definitely popping like the the color palettes and everything it, it definitely has colors <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 one else thought that but there was, it was no pretty, no uh, i mean like
2: those greens, I, I just can't se- i can't separate i can't separate these things it, it's kind <laughs> of like how like when you see cg things and you complain that they're brightly lit because it ruins the realism like this movie doesn't have realism but i can't I can't yeah. separate whether a given frame looked good because there were so many happening so quickly.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, well, like I, yeah, like I said, I mean it's going by yeah, so, so light I and have,
2: fast. I, I have trouble, I have trouble figuring out if it looked good.
0: Yeah.
1: But I mean, just you know, overall, it's as. Uh, it I want to see an anatomy of the look.
2: scene with like this this movie, <laughs> like somebody just dissect it frame by frame. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's just. And if you note know, in. Green the,
2: if you note know here, Bumblebee started making his joke before Mark even finished his line. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, think
2: the, yeah. fir- the first time I really just bust up laughing in this movie was when Mark Wahlberg is like in the junkyard and he's surrounded by people, and then Bumblebee <laughs> comes and it like cuts to slow motion as he's just, like, diving and destroying everyone. And it's, like,
0: the <laughs> most, like... When he falls apart. Yeah, and it's periods. such a,
2: like, long, slow-motion scene with Mark Wahlberg, like, making his serious face and diving
0: away. <laughs> the best part <laughs> about that is, is the bad guy is like, what the fuck was that? And he's like, that was a mistake. And I was like, on whose part? <laughs> like, what, what is even happening here? <laughs> uh.
1: I, anyway, think, I think you guys secretly enjoyed it.
3: That's what, that's what, the, that's what it think. sounds
2: like. <laughs> what perplexed me, like, this made me realize that even the the movies that I think are, quote, bad or not great, like, there are things that are not great to me, like X-Men Apocalypse or something, <laughs> where I'm like, okay, that was a mess, right? That was a movie I, that tried to do just everything at once. But, like, that was a coherent thing. Like, I can sit there and tune out and feel like I sat and watched a thing. This, like, is such an aggressive movie, you have to just take it on its own terms, and if if you're not liking it, this is a lot of not liking
0: to sit through. <laughs> yeah. And there's a difference between doing a good thing poorly and doing whatever this movie did. <laughs> I mean,
1: I, uh, I, you know, I won't fully commit to... Uh, I, I can't say that I fully... Love this movie, but I did fully love X-Men Apocalypse. (laughs) I thought, dude, I thought, I thought that one was way better than Days of Future Past. Don't at me, bro. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I don't know something about that. Bryan Singer, just, he clicked back into that, to his, uh, his old style in that. I, I really had a fun time with, with fucking Ivan, Oscar Ivan Ooze. And, uh. Yeah, uh, whatever. That's tan- tan- tangent, but uh, yeah. I kind of thought this movie would turn
2: into that. Like, there's a post-credit scene where I was pretty sure, like, apocalypse was just going to show up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Learning Transformers.
1: It it was interesting that like the Transformers there aren't they aren't really, like, in the movie a lot. Like, Optimus isn't in this movie
0: that much. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. they're less than meets the eye. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: you, you get, like, two-thirds of the way
2: through the movie and then remember, oh, yeah, and Optimus Prime is still in space so Yeah, he's still, fl- he's still <laughs> floating he's gonna around. She's going to have to come back at some point. So here's
0: the thing is, like, the last film ends with him rocking it off. He's like, Maker, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm coming for you. It's oh, basically, yeah. like, if, at the end of Halo 2, <laughs> Master Chief is on, on board the Covenant ship, and, like, everybody's like... Spartan 117, what are you doing? He's like, finishing this fight. Right? That's how that's how <laughs> the last Transformer film ends. It's Optimus Prime flying off like a badass. Yeah. He just freezes in space. <laughs> and then and Imagine he's...
1: Dragons comes on. It's like,
0: we're about to cry. <laughs> yeah. But he's just a satellite. The beginning of this film, he's just a satellite floating in space. He's yeah, ready to dude. fight. He's ready to fight his maker. And she just goes like uh uh-uh. uh. Goes like Kylo Ren on him, shocks him and then goes like you're mine. It's sad.
1: So what happens, dude? It it is hilarious to me, like, and I don't I really don't care, but it is funny how like Optimus always flies, but it's only like at one point during the movies. <laughs> like all of the all of the Transformers movies, like at the end of the last one, and then in this one when they were like all at the um you know the when they're trying to stop Cybertron or whatever he just like flies off and um i did i did have the thought of like at the end where it all comes crashing down and then he he rolls out in like semi form i was like why wouldn't he have just flown out you know um but it looks I'm, I'm way more i'm surprised there wasn't an american flag hanging off the magic of it, it it looks it looks way more badass when he when he came out you know in semi form or semi truck form well, I, um,
0: no, he had to be in semi-form because he had um, caught uh girl and Mark Wahlberg and put him inside his cabin. So, like, if he was normal form and he flew out, then it wouldn't be, like, he wouldn't have protected the I don't know.
2: <laughs> All I know is that that scene did a listlet, an audio uh an audible, yeah, from me. When the truck came out. <laughs> that one got me in the mood. It was, it was pretty pretty dope. It was pretty moving. Yeah, you know, I had yeah. to get,
0: there's a couple there were a couple of moments that were like completely manipulative, but but I was like I was like, "All right. That was almost worth sitting through a bunch of this shit just to have that moment." I think I think a, a certain line from Bumblebee <laughs> was pretty good. <laughs> and I'm not talking about his Siri voice.
1: Yeah, I don't I, remember. I think we know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, semi semi at the end. Non Siri voice. There was, there was some moments where it was like, all right, cool. I like these characters. This was nice. I'll give you that. Hooray for you. But I think in general, most of still was just like, what the fuck is happening?
2: I believe Anthony Hopkins refers to his car as a bitch and ride too. That was he pretty does nice. yeah he does, dude. That, that felt good to hear.
0: <laughs> that was before it transformed into the fancier car, right?
1: Probably. <laughs> I like I like <laughs> when he tried to get into like the the Prime Minister's office or whatever. He's like, Okay, dickhead and they like, I'll take the back entrance. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, Anthony Hawkins was just he was just having a blast, man. He's just hes just fucking like going around, just acting a crazy old fool.
0: He did have a blast at the end. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, oh Wow. Uh. Yeah, I, literally, yeah. But he did what he had to do in
2: his mission, which was make one headshot that didn't do anything and then die.
0: Well, no, he. I mean, that that was part of the thing, right? Like men doing stupid, foolish things for <laughs> foolish reasons, uh, or oh, I mean, uh, men standing against. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I think he just wanted to participate. He was like, "We're probably did dying they- anyways. If I can at least shoot Megatron." So the knights did try to kill optimus
2: prime for some period of time right yeah yeah and then they no no so
0: there are two sets of
1: (laughs) no they were they were the knights front that turned into the dragon
0: yeah they were they were fighting optimus they were protecting the staff but like
1: but they were they were they were fighting optimus after he was like fighting bumblebee <laughs> yeah, no, but so Optimus is fighting
0: Bumblebee. Oh, they were gonna try.
2: Megatron to... comes and grabs the staff.
0: Yeah, so they wanted to get him because he was
2: <laughs> he was deceived by the Great Deceiver. Yeah, so they yeah, so they, they, they like yeah they, him they were
0: the protectors of the staff, and because he was originally trying to steal the staff or had, did steal it, they were trying to kill him when he stole the staff in his breastplate. But and no, then, but no,
2: but Megatron had already taken it. Yeah, and he still had ta- to he, kill he him. had
0: taken it, but they were like, well, we're punishing you for doing the thing, like.
2: And then Mark Wahlberg's. It was like,
0: one for all and all for one. Yeah.
3: <laughs> because they're also Musketeers. But then,
2: because Mark Wahlberg, there had to be, like, one moment in the movie where him being a knight meant something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He busts out his giant sword. He and pulled out him. Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, what yeah, are you he doing?
1: Pulled, he pulled his dick out. That was, you know...
0: So here's another thing, right? This isn't like an anime where one little dude can swing a sword so strong that it can block... I, I feel like even if he's holding and wielding Excalibur, the force... The sheer force of a giant two-story-tall robot swinging a sword. You can't deflect that shit with, with a sword. I don't care how strong Mark Wahlberg is. He cannot handle that blow. I don't
1: know. Uh, and I, mean. I don't mean cocaine. Uh, Kennedy assassination was cover-up. Uh,
0: the- no, it's probably Transformer. <laughs>
1: no, I was going to joke <laughs> that uh, the Kennedy assassination was done by a Decepticon. I'm surprised no. that wasn't in there.
0: And no, it so was, pro- would, it was would, probably it was probably an Autobot. They were working with the CIA.
1: <laughs> they should have had Nick Cage with his microfiche or whatever be like Honey, <laughs> do you want to see who killed Kennedy? <laughs> I
0: don't know. I, I like po- how you po- made poor imitation. I like how you made Nick Cage as old <laughs> as Sean Connery during The End of the Rock.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. A Stanley Goodspeed cameo would have been, uh, that would have been pretty good.
0: Yep. Goodspeed, Godspeed. (laughs) (laughs) Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen?
1: He's like, I can't remember his wife's name. He's like, yeah. He's like, Lisa was a prom queen. (laughs)
0: Uh, Good times. Well, Mm -hmm. should we uh, pop green smoke and end this bitch? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. All right, Stephen Miller. If you were to give this a must-see, a recommend with a caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it? I'm going to say... Must-see. Uh, no.
2: <laughs> no, but I am going to kind of defy the rating system's intent, because I'm giving this a pass with a caveat, where the caveat is... If you plan on sitting around talking shit about this movie (laughs) afterwards, you're probably gonna have an okay time. But for all intents and purposes, this is like a completely incomprehensible film. I thought it was one of the most difficult things to sit through that I've had in a very, very long time.
1: (laughs) You guys are just so brave. It was just, you know. It was worse it was worse than Iraq, guys. It It was. I already (laughs) said it was worse than than Benghazi. It was worse than Benghazi, guys. I, Just... I
0: knew what I was getting into. I actually got both popcorn and an icy to watch this fucking movie. Oh, hmm. you didn't
1: get you didn't get any chicken liver mousse or something?
0: <laughs> Pr- prosciutto, prosciutto and fig
2: pizza. You think Draft House was playing? I thought this? you. I thought you. Dra- got, I th- yeah,
0: Alamo Draft House did not play Transformers. Oh, that, that! What a shock. I had to go to a movie theater in a mall like oh a my heathen. Ah, mm-hmm.
1: how did you guys manage?
0: With, with popcorn manage? and an icy, I just told you.
2: I mean, I brought um, my own fake. Yeah.
0: Luckily for me, that that crappy theater in the mall has been transformed into a luxury theater with nice reclining seats. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Anyway, I'm I'm somewhat tongue-in-cheekingly giving it a pass with a caveat, though it's like must avoid in terms of if you're anything but this context, I don't think you're gonna be happy that you watch this movie.
0: Um, Carson Patrick, what would you give it?
1: Um. I don't know. I I can't. No, I don't think that what applies here.
3: I've done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should just play all the theme theme songs from all five Transformers movies. Um, in this episode, I uh, I I was gonna say I'll give it another must see, must avoid, but I don't think that applies to this one because I. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give it a recommend. I think the caveat is that, like, if you're going to see this movie, you got to see it in the theater. Um, and I think that if, you know, if you've enjoyed the other Transformers movies, like, you're going to... I mean, this is just... You're going to get your money's worth. That's for sure. Um, I think that the series is, you know, is running out of gas. Like I said, I, you know, I want to see Michael Bay just move on to other things. But, uh... Again, he didn't half-ass this movie. If this is truly his last one, he definitely did it up big. So I admire it. There's a lot of crazy shit in it. Um, it is fun to talk about afterwards. And uh, I mean, I, I legitimately think there's a lot of fun stuff in it. Like I said, there's a lot of shitty stuff in it too, like with the kids and stuff. And I didn't like that. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> I, I like Gerard Carmichael, but I didn't like have anything to enjoy in the Junkyard scenes or pretty much the first 30 minutes of this movie.
1: Yeah, like Gerard, Gerard is hilarious and uh I mean he really wasn't in it that much. Um yeah. Honestly, I think TJ Miller in the last one got more screen time uh and had more of like a chance to be funny, but uh yeah. I don't know.
0: But then he got exploded into weird <laughs> carbonite <laughs> stuff. Then he
1: died, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was waiting for I was waiting for Mark Wahlberg to be like you don't even want to know what happened to the last guy.
0: The last
1: last guy I hired got killed, man.
0: I don't know. Um, for my rating, I'm going to give this film a sunk cost fallacy. Oh, not this I'm... shit again. <laughs> sunk cost
1: pictures. Man, we
0: haven't heard from them in a
1: while. No, I'm, I'm just saying,
0: like, you've sat through four of these. Why not sit through the fifth one? <laughs> Um. Yeah. Like this film is not great at all. But I mean, why stop now?
2: <laughs> we're all gonna die.
0: <laughs> yeah. It just seems like. I mean, I I, I I tried to. I said we're gonna pass on Transformers, right? And then Carson reminded me that he loves it, and I was like, oh fuck, I guess we're doing it again. Getting too old for this shit. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, saw it. You're gonna see it too. <laughs> Might we don't as have well. enough- <laughs> <laughs>
2: this podcast is like the videotape in the ring. Anyone who listens to it is gonna
1: watch Transformers seven days. I mean, come on, oh. guys! It really wasn't that. I know these these guys are saying, you know, it was fucking nine eleven on film, but uh, it really wasn't that bad. It was we're, like we're laughing about 9-11 it too.
0: times a thousand. Actually, I'm, it was like
1: eleventy billion. <laughs> I, I'm basically saying what you
2: said about. I already forget which movie it was. Was it the second movie where you, you said it was like simultaneously the best and worst thing. Oh, that ever. was the last,
3: that
1: was the last one. That was the fourth one.
2: Yeah. And like yeah. the best part of this, I say with a huge, huge, huge tongue in cheek, but there, there was something in the madness of this movie that made it at least stand apart from other ridiculous, <laughs> terrible things. I just don't think it made it better. It just made it like the act of going to see it. Cause you had to see it. And then talking about it was like, pretty fun
1: like i definitely would i definitely would legitimately defend i'd go for the bat pretty strongly on the last one simply because it gave us that that wonderful uh scene with the tooch where he's just like algorithms math why can't we make the things that we want to make when we make them or something (laughs) i'm just like (laughs) I was like that is and 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 that that moment. I remember when that movie came out like three uh, or yeah, 3 years ago. When that came out and that scene happened, it couldn't have come at a better time because we had gone through an onslaught of so many movies where they were like, "Oh, the algorithms don't add up" or, and all this shit and to see it to see that scene happen was like finally someone 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 burned the algorithms. <laughs> someone gave them their due. I don't know, but yeah, that uh, I guess I guess that was the problem in this in this one. It needed more tooch. That's true. Yeah.
0: Possibly. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to bring us to the end of this episode of the podcast. So, Stephen Miller, if people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that?
2: Uh, if you want to find me, you can send like a walkie-talkie signal to Kathmandu which will bounce off of Nairobi. Was Nairobi in this movie for five seconds? (laughs) Or did I dream that? Uh, I feel oh, like they go to I, Africa I think, and see I think, tribes I think, people.
0: I think I think John Goodman bounces the signal around. That's it. <laughs> I don't know if you actually see anything.
1: I'm pretty sure there's a brief moment where they cut to tribespeople in Africa for some yeah, yeah, reason. Yeah, they, they do. That's where one of the uh, unicron horns was, was right. poking out of the desert. Mm, yeah, Gotcha.
2: Anyway, yeah. if you bounce one of those, eventually it might hit sdavidmiller.com or twitter.com slash sdavidmiller where you can tell me that you don't need me to save the world. You just want me to get a girlfriend.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, I think you can find Carson doing 20-second calls to his long-lost daughter.
1: Oh, definitely, yeah. From,
0: from pay phones. And borrowing other people's phones to text their daughter, his daughter.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'll mess around with that. I I'm, I'm going su- to support those damn kids. By the way, why didn't Mark Wahlberg just
2: have, like, the girl say something to his daughter? Like, he could communicate with her without using his voice. He's got robots with voices all around him.
0: Also, the whole thing is he can't use his voice because it'll make, like, the weird carnivore government systems track his voice signal. I feel like they're already tracking the daughter's phone no matter what. So no matter where you call from, they're going to try to track it. So using his own voice doesn't help get around that, right? Sure.
3: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, I, oh i do remember it was it was kind of a bummer that uh that tyrese wasn't in this one josh jamel <laughs> came back but tyrese didn't i guess he was too busy with with the fast and furious stuff yeah because i i feel like he would have been it would have been uh there was that other guy that josh jamel was with and i feel like that would have been him
0: i feel like it was he, he found out about he read the script and there's all those plane scenes at the end he's like no i did not do planes <laughs> But anyways, people can find me at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at TheSpoilTheWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at Twitter.com slash or like us at Facebook.com slash If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at TheSpoilTheWarning.com or you can use the contact form on our site. The music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to Transformers The Last Night. So hopefully you are enjoying that. Can it be
2: Last Night by The Strokes?
0: Um, Sure. (laughs) Um, Or us singing, you got the touch. Uh, But yeah, that is our episode. Hope that you enjoyed that. Uh, Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe forget this time.
0: No, tell us what you thought of Transformers in the review on iTunes, right? Because that's where we will see it for sure. Um,
2: so all those one stars will be for Transformers, not, yeah. not for
3: us.
0: <laughs> this rating is not for the podcast, but for this movie that they have talked about. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next time. Yeah.
3: Bye. Bye.